Michaela Miles, and I'm here today with poet Fatima Kaba, still in high school and yet already an accomplished poet. Despite the pandemic, Fatima has been publishing poems, essays, and advice nonstop, and we at Arvax Freedom Night appreciate her. How are you today, Fatima? I'm doing good. How about you, Michaela? I'm doing good, too. So take us back to when you first discovered that you were interested in poetry. What was that like? So I was in sixth grade when I started to write poetry. I started to write poetry because people were just bullying me about my skin and they were just calling me hurtful names and it was just it would just tear it would just like make my day horrible. People would just bully me about my skin, making fun of me, making me feel. I would just have so much low self-esteem every day at school to the point where I didn't want to go to school. I wanted to switch schools, but my mom told me no because I didn't go for them. I went to educate myself not to be worrying about these other people. So that's when I started to write poetry and write all my feelings and just writing on my on my paper and just writing all the things that I felt and that made me like better and inspiring other women to love their self as a human being too. That's awesome that you found confidence through poetry. Yeah. So did you just start writing down your feelings or was there a particular assignment or teacher who sort of mm -hmm. gave you that push? I finally, I just found that push. I just started writing and rhyming. I just wanted to do something to just like heal my soul and just talk to myself. So that's why I found poetry and just writing the things and just making me feel better. And I was, when I was, when I was done writing my poetry, I would show it to my mentor and my mentor would just be so inspired by me. And I just started writing poetry and people started loving it so that's how it all started just writing all my feelings and the things that I go through when was your first time reading your poetry in front of an audience tell us what that experience was like so I think I was in seventh grade when I read my first first poem in front of an audience and it was at the poetry slam and I was the last one to read my poem because you know you gotta save the best for last you know so i read my poem it was called dear dark skin girls and it was like a letter and just that letter was just telling my dark skin my melanin queens to just love their self and the things we go through and then at the end i left the question well let's let the audience think so i think that was my first time reading my poetry, and that made me feel, I wasn't nervous at all, because I had the people there that was there from the beginning and watched me grow, and I had my mentors and my people there that was uplifting me, so I wasn't really nervous at all. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you remember the question you asked the audience at the end? The question I asked was, um, if our skin was lighter, would you still make fun of us? Well, that's a really deep question. Yeah. What is your favorite poem that you have written, and why is it your favorite one? I think my favorite one will be Ladies Love Your Skin, because 
when I was young. I didn't love my skin. I always looked myself in the mirror and just, I never wanted to change my skin color, but I just wanted to feel beautiful. And I just wanted to feel that love and that confidence in me. And it took me a really long time to find that. So I just felt like that was just the way for me to like love that was just my favorite poem, just telling my people to, my melanin queens to love themselves and telling myself to love myself and embrace my skin. And not like, not everybody, because God didn't make a mistake when he created us. We're all supposed to be different. We're not supposed to be the same. And everything in each individual, we all have something special about each other. Yeah, it's great that you can pass on messages like that through your words. So you've you've been productive despite COVID nineteen. How has the pandemic impacted your creative drive? I felt like the pandemic really. At first, I was like so bored in quarantine. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to get out the house, but then I felt like that just made time for me to just keep writing and writing and writing and writing. And I was just writing nonstop every day. I'll write something new, an article, or I'll write something poetry or something about my day. So I feel like the pandemic really made me like kept writing and just keep open thinking about the things that I go through and inspiring other people. Who are some of your favorite poets? What do you like about them? My first poet, I would say, will be Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou, because I think that's how I really found myself. And, yeah, I think it was Maya Angelou. And there was other poets, too, that was out there that I really loved. And Amanda... Gorman, if I'm saying her last name right, um, when I, I felt like they were the reason why I write poetry. I didn't know nothing about poetry at first, but just like, and it's just like, their words just ex- inspires me, and it's like, but one of my favorites, one of my favorite quotes from Maya Angelou's, um, if you're always trying to be normal, you won't know how amazing you are as a person. And I always say that to myself every time because a lot of people want to be the same and trying to be outside the box with you. If you're always trying to be, if you're always trying to be like normal, you won't know the potential you have and how amazing and how dependability you are as a person. It's hard to find yourself and it's like, Sometimes you just got to be outside the box and not always inside the box with other people. It sounds like the themes of their poems sort of inspired your poems. So tell us about some of the themes in your poetry. The themes of my poetry, I would say that I always have this one theme. It's like I try to not always focus on loving yourself. I try to focus on loving your body as well. And always trying to inspire other women to, to just love herself. Because I know in society, it's like you have to have this body figure and you're, like, beautiful. When that's not the whole point. You're beautiful just the way you are and the way you speak and the way you carry yourself. And my theme is it's just, like, love who you are. My theme is, like, 
it's just everything like you could be the de- you could be independent on your own you don't have to rely on every every other people too so just being yourself and just the way you carry yourself i think that's really my thing it's just you could do it like you could do it on your own who inspires or influences you tell us about a few of your role models can you repeat the question again sorry Oh, it's okay. I said, who inspires or influences you? Tell us about a few of your role models. Well, one one model will be my mom. I feel like she really pushed me and told me that she just pushed me and told me to keep on going and not always bring myself down. Sometimes... The reason why you're hurt is because sometimes you you bring yourself down as people. So just loving myself, that's what my mom really, like, pushed me on and influenced me on, too. That's awesome. And I know you mentioned your mentor earlier. So how did your mentor inspire you or influence you? I feel like they just being open up to me and not just treating me like, oh, I'm a student they just was like, they opened their doors for me and letting me in and letting me trust them and telling them how I feel as a person. I feel like that's what really helped me too. Because sometimes some adults, they don't, they will just give you advice, but it's not really good. But my mentors, they treated me like I was their daughter. Like they gave me like really good advice. And that's what made me go hard and go be more stronger, you know? Yeah, it really is all about having the right people in your life. Yeah, because sometimes when you have the right people in your life, they're the ones that guide you to the right road. Sometimes you're around other people, but those people are the ones that's making you feel like crap and making you feel like you can't do things. But if you're around the right people, you could go go stronger and they will put you in the right road and keep pushing you forward. Do you have any other role models you want to tell us about? I feel, uh, other role models, I'll say, I feel like those were the my mom. And just having faith in God, I feel like that's my biggest role model is God, just being in my life. The things I go through sometimes, it just makes you stronger. The, the things you go through in life just makes you a stronger person. So I felt like God was just quick. Me and just guiding me at the same time to be a stronger person. And I feel like the other people that, I feel like it will be the people that made fun of me, to be honest. Because if those people didn't tell me how ugly I was or how ugly my skin is, I wouldn't know how my beauty was working. I wouldn't know how beautiful I am. If it wasn't for them to make fun of me, I wouldn't know how beautiful I am as a person. Does working at Artback impact your poetry? If so, how? I felt like Artback really made me, like, write more poetry because at first I would just write so much poetry and just, like, put it to the side and not tell anybody. But then I felt like Artback really pulled something out of me that just wanted me to embrace my voice and put all my work out there in public and people to read it. And then just hearing their feedback is just so 
it just makes me feel wonderful as a person. And just hearing their feedback is just so delightful. I just feel so good. That's awesome. Speaking of Artback, how did it feel to read your poem at the Artback Town Hall with so many community members tuned in? Were you nervous? And what did you take away from that experience? Reading my poem at the town hall, I was pretty nervous. My voice was kind of cracking up. I was really nervous because I know there was a lot of people in that town hall and a lot of them don't know me, but I felt like hearing people's feedbacks about the way I did at the town hall just makes me feel good again. And the experience was really good. It just made me like want to write more poetry and embrace my voice more as a person. Do you think because you read your poem at the town hall, you'd be more, you're more willing to do more, more public readings of your poetry? Yeah, it does. I read my poem in front of a lot of people, but I feel like the town hall was the most audience that I read my poem on, my poetry. What do you like about having your work published on Three Minutes? It feels, it feels good. I was like, when I first wrote my first article, it was like having my first work out there. And I was like, look, mom, I, I got my first article out there at Freedom. It was just like my first article being published to the internet. It was just so mind blowing. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, I was just so happy, and then I was like, that's what made me want to do more articles, just hearing people's feedbacks and people telling me they saw this article and this poetry, and they just love it, and that just makes me want to keep going and keep writing, and just hearing people's feedbacks too, and just keep writing, and it just makes me feel so much better about my writing. Did you hear or see... Amanda Gorman, read her poems at the inauguration or before the Super Bowl? If so, what was your impression? Well, when I first heard about her, it was when she was reading her poem at the White House. And I was just so inspired about her words and how strong she was when she was just reading her poem and she was just letting all her words out there in front of millions and millions of people out there. And it it just made me want to keep writing and make me want to put my voice out there too. So I just see myself one day just reading my poem and inspiring millions of millions of women out there and just making them want to write poetry as well. So I feel like just seeing her just made me want to go harder. For our last question, how have your poems changed over time? What direction do you see your poems taking? I feel like my poems, I feel like I even wanted to publish a book as well, but that didn't go as planned. Because sometimes I feel like sometimes you might have a goal, but that goal is not meant for you. But God will give you a goal that's going to be ten times better than the goal that you're trying to reach. So I feel like that goal that I was trying to do was to publish a book and have all my poetry in it. I feel like that goal wasn't meant for me. So I felt like, I felt like 
writing my poetry through Freedom Net and, and showing people and maybe like speaking out more with my poetry and being in more events would just really outgrow my poetry and maybe I might meet the right person and I might be in a rocket going up with all my poetry and just inspiring other girls with my poetry. It's really amazing how much you want to inspire other people with your poetry. I remember this one girl. She was in the same shoes when I was in. And she was just telling me how much she, she told the teacher how much she doesn't love who she is as a person, how she hates her skin, how she wants to skin color because society really plays a big role about your skin and I feel like being a dark skin woman again is not easy because never in my life I seen a light skin girl getting picked on about her skin and I was just getting tired and she was getting tired as well so I read her my poem and she was just telling me how she wanted to she just was so inspired of my poetry she started crying and I was like and it made my heart feel good and I started crying with her because just loving yourself takes time loving yourself doesn't take a month or two it takes time so just seeing her just rolling her eyes out about my poetry and my words was just a blessing I even have the copy of the book. It's a really good book. Yeah, I had the copy too, but I lost it. The book kind of reminds me of myself too. Yeah, I can definitely see you in that book. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Please check out seattlefreedomnet.org for some of Fatima's writing. Keep an eye out for an article she's writing in the South Seattle Emerald on Mama's Sambusa's Kitchen. And you can follow her at FN underscore Fatima Kaba on Twitter or it's underscore Fatima 3 on Instagram. Is there anything you'd like to say? Any last um, words, Fatima? I will say thank you guys for having me and asking me these wonderful questions. And you guys have a wonderful day and stay safe. And we will see you on the next episode.